Hello and welcome to a Reader's Book Corner. I'm your host, Teresa Beasley. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with fantasy romance author, Kimberly Lemon. Welcome, Kimberly. Hi, it's great to be here. Wonderful. So before we get started, I have got to read your bio to the listeners because this has been the best bio I've came across in a while. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And the bio goes, Kimberly Lemons is on an internal quest to avoid her calling as a main character. She can be found giving the slip to that new werewolf that just blew into town and refusing to make eye contact with the prince of a far off land. Dodging aliens looking for Earth booty can really take up a girl's time. But when she's not running from fate, she can be found writing diverse fantasy romance or just shoveling chocolate in her maw until she passes out on the couch. That is the best bio ever. (laughs) So can you tell us a little bit of what led you into becoming a writer? Well, it was sort of a mix between I really wanted to see the kind of stories that I always wanted to see and a bit of desperation because I love fantasy romance, especially when I can find a black woman in it. But normally I can't find them at all. Or it's like usually more heavy on the angst and things like that, which is great if you're in the mood for it. But I like to keep things like light and fun. So when I was laid off from my work, I'm like, man, I do not want to go back to that job. And so my husband was just like, well, why don't you try writing that book you were talking about? I'm like, bet, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. It's great to have support, especially when it's your hubby that support you. Oh in. yeah, he's he's the best. Well, that is great. So now I came across um, your Mid Mishap series and I thought I had got the first book, but I technically got the second book. So now I got to go back and get the first book. So <laughs> I... I was like, I don't know if it's a standalone or not, but I'm just going to start it. Um, so <laughs> can you can you tell us a little bit a little bit about the series, the Mead Mishap series? Well, the Mead Mishap starts off with the first book, That Time I Got Drunk and Saved a Demon. And in that book, our main characters, Cinnamon and Fallon, go and basically kill off this goddess that was enslaving all of the demons. And so before that happened, humans and demons were completely separated. There was no intermingling all the demons are like trapped up in Volsog and now that they're free with the next few books I can explore what it's like to have them come back and interact with humans and find their place in a world that they've been trapped away from for so long wow okay I and I love the titles of those books (laughs) oh thank you I think they are hilarious now the second book is about a werewolf right like a love potion yes being thrown which I was like oh my gosh she throws this love potion and instantly he's just so into I was like, I know this is driving her crazy. She has got I know she wants to get rid of this guy, but she did <laughs> throw the she did throw the drink, the love potion on him. So um now do you have a spin-off of the meat mishap or is it just you're starting with these first two books and you're going into a third? Well, I'm going into a third, and I also have sort of a Christmassy spin-off called Mistlefoe, where oh. it's it sort of takes place in between books one and two. That's where Alexis the Sword is created. So usually the reading order is book one and then Mistlefoe, if you got time for it, then book two. That time I got drunk and needed a love potion at a werewolf. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I am so out of order. <laughs> <laughs> so out of order. I I found the, well, when I was on the library website, I found the second book not the first book so I was thinking the 
the werewolf book was the first book. So mm. I'm like so out of order. So now I'm going to have to go back. And then I had, I didn't get to finish it. I had to return it to the library. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to order the second book. And I was like, wait a minute. This is not the right order. And that's when I saw, I said, oh my God, I'm reading it out of order anyway. So I'm going oh, to no. start. <laughs> so I have got to completely start over. <laughs> but I didn't know that the, um, your um, Christmas book was like in between the first two books. So yeah, I'm just all out of order with the. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to start all the way over and just start with the first book and then go to the Christmas book and then read the second book. Fair enough. I sort of <laughs> didn't really plan on tying in Mistlefoe at first, but I fell in love with the character Alexis and she resonated with a lot of people. So I'm like, all right, it looks like I got to bring her in for the next few books. So right. it wasn't it wasn't planned to intertwine, but now it kind of does. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to start over and then I'll I'll get the gist of everything because I was way out of order with the books. Oh, no. And I don't like I like to start off with the first book when I'm reading a series. I don't like to jump into a, a book that's like in the middle or, or anywhere. So that's why I was Same. like, oh, my God, I am totally out of <laughs> order with this. So now I got I'm going to start over and it's going to be fine. <laughs> so um, your books are fantasy romance because you said you do love that genre. So have you always been drawn to just fantasy romance? Do you read other genres? Yeah, I read all types of romance. Uh, usually I keep it in like the fantasy sci-fi or lately I've just been obsessed with aliens. But <laughs> I also just like love a good fantasy book on occasion. I don't normally read contemporary, but every now and then it's fun. Oh, cool. So do you do you prefer to write shorter books or lengthier books? I prefer to write shorter snippets of things. I'm really struggling with these longer books because just like oh gosh I can't just wrap this up on a random <laughs> Tuesday there has to be like full plot and not just shenanigans oh crap <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all for the shenanigans so. excellent <laughs> yes yes I prefer shorter books too I like to get it started get the that conflict that's going to go on and I like to just get right to it instead of it being yes. long and drawn out so I'm with you on that. I like to just get it started, get it going, and then let me try to figure out what's going on. And then it revealed to me in a short yes. period of time. Longer um, books feel like too much of a commitment. Like if I see that page read is over even just like 250, I'm like, oh, do I really want to dedicate my life to this? <laughs> yes. And I'm currently reading a book that's almost 500 pages. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I why couldn't. did I pick this up? <laughs> But it's a thriller. It's a YA thriller. And I'm a big thriller mystery fan. Ooh. So um, I was like, oh, do I really want to just put myself into this? Well, I already started, so I better go ahead and finish it. But then I'm looking at the page count, like almost 500 pages. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, if it's a shorter book, I can get through it. And I can kind of read it in one setting. Um, But yeah, those longer books takes a little bit. They take a little longer to get through. And that. that longer books make sense for a mystery too like I don't personally read them because I'm terrible at mysteries if we were ever in a mystery horror I'd be like the first person to die because like yeah this guy seems trustworthy and then secretly that's the killer and then oh well shit I lived a good right. life <laughs> yeah um yeah mysteries are mysteries and thrillers are normally longer um and I, I love them but there's also some shorter mysteries and shorter thrillers that are out there too mm -hmm. um that kind of I like those as well. But um, now, are you are you an advocate or do you just read for research? 
Oh, I'm a pretty avid reader. I love reading, especially if it's like something short and fun and sexy, like those freaking alien books that have me in a chokehold (laughs) lately. Like, oh, it's my favorite, especially like curling up with a glass of wine, putting some fire in my fireplace. I'm set. That's the best evening for me. Yes, yes, that would be an awesome evening. So do you do any like research, like reading for research, Um, like when you're setting up to write your books? Yeah, especially if there's a particular scene I want to write, I'll usually see if there's any other books that have something similar so I can get some ideas, especially if I'm just like reading along and I find prose that's really awesome that an author Mm, does, like because some authors just write beautifully, especially with uh, a lot of Regency romances, like the language is just so fancy half the time. So I'll I'll find myself pausing and I'm just like, oh, that's a good word. I got to remember that (laughs) word. Great job, author. What a word. (laughs) Yeah, those do have some those Regency ones are really written very well. Um, mm-hmm. I just I just recently read a um, historical book. Um, it was called The Butcher's Daughter. It's by Parker J. Cole. Um, and I'm going to be interviewing her um, here soon. But it was it was written so well. Uh, it was such a good book. And I don't even read a lot of history. But mm-hmm. this book, the cover was, I was just drawn to the cover of the book. And then once I got into reading it, I was like, oh, my God, this book is so good. And this part is book one of the series. So I was like, okay. oh, yes, I'm definitely going to have to keep going with this series because the first book was just written so well. And I've read some of her other books. So this was a little bit different for her, but it was just done so, so wonderful. It was just a wonderful read. So I'm with you on those. Those Regency historical type romance type books. Yeah. They're the reason why I can pick up a romance book, unless it's funny like yours. Because, because <laughs> for, for I I got to the middle of the um, that second book and I was just cracking up on some of the. Oh, good! I'm glad stuff, to hear it. <laughs> some of the stuff that they were saying and doing, I was like, oh my god, this is funny. And a lot of fantasy you pick up is not really hilarious fantasy. It's more yeah. serious and it's that romantic. Um, fantasy romantic suspense type things or sometimes there's a little mystery in them as well but right and that's all well and good but I like to laugh yeah yeah but laughing is always good for the soul so Mm -hmm. (laughs) and lately the uh, the last fantasies I've been reading have been like epic fantasy so right you were that book was a real nice comforting release because I was cracking up for as far (laughs) as I got I was like oh my god I'm just gonna have to purchase this book because I got to give it back. It was due. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to purchase it because I've got to find out what happens. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're, um, I did notice that your meets, uh, mishap series has some trigger warnings that yes. might be surprising to readers. So can you go over some of those trigger warnings with this? Well, the main ones that you're going to find in my books are of course, sexually explicit which, you know, it's a romance book, but a lot of people see the cartoony cover and think, oh, this is going to be a sweet little story. And no, (laughs) dear readers, I am sorry. Uh, There's a lot of smut in my books, as well as dismemberment occasionally, because my humor is very dark and violent. (laughs) So (laughs) there's not a lot of emotional angst in my story, but some people do get their arms ripped off. There is violence, there is sex. So just be aware of that. And the violence part is probably why I picked it up. (laughs) <laughs> and the sex part is just it's just a pleasure <laughs> when you got yeah, the, a little added bonus little, a little added bonus on there a little topping for you <laughs> so 
I was like, how do you make fantasy romance kind of violent? And when I saw the trigger warnings, I was like, okay, this is going to be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I've once so, been called Hall Hallmark Meets Bloodshed, and so I made that my Twitter profile thing. And I'm like, you know what? That actually fits. That actually does fit. That is a good, nice little tag. <laughs> it, it's perfect. It's actually perfect. <laughs> Especially when you're looking at the covers and you think you're going to get this, you know, nice little romance. And then once you get into it, you realize that it's okay. This is a little bit dark. It got a little violence going. Did so she just burn is... down a town? Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that is the perfect tag for that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so now do you, um, do you outline or have like a particular writing process that you do for your books? Yes. Okay. So normally I will create a nice little outline and like detail some plot points and then I'll start writing and ignore that completely. And then, <laughs> yeah, it just goes off the rails from there. But I always start out with the plan because I, I usually just can't go into something blank. Right, right. So you always have like a starter plan. Yeah, and even then... if it's just a few scribbles on a notepad, just like, okay, I think I know where I'm going. And then I go the exact opposite direction. I think a lot of people do that. We start... <laughs> And then I feel sorry for those authors that write this long outline and say, okay, I'm going to follow this outline. As soon as they start writing, it goes all the way to the left. Mm -hmm. So then they never stick with it. And it's like, you took all this time to write this long outline. And then oh my goodness, yes, you switched everything. Because a lot of times your characters do something totally different. <laughs> mm -hmm. Especially with the last book I wrote, because I wrote book three in the series. And it started off being like this big epic thing and I'm like yeah this is gonna be hilarious and so fun and then as I started writing it I'm just like where am I going I don't know where was the plan where did it go <laughs> <laughs> so now um book three in the series is it um are you still working on that particular book it's going through the final edits right now okay okay oh wonderful so oh maybe I need to wait and then when that one comes out then I could just get them as a bundle and I won't have to worry about it I won't be held up. There you go. <laughs> hey, I got a plan. Now, see, there you go. That's my plan. <laughs> I probably won't be able to wait until book three. So then I'll go ahead and get the other books and then just be like, okay, I'm just going to have to wait. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so now are you um, currently working on anything else besides, you know, the final edits with the book three? Do you have anything else upcoming? Well Yes. Right now I'm sort of planning on what I want to do next because I am one of the most indecisive people in the world. But I was thinking I'd either start on book four or I'd start a completely new alien romance series or just do like uh, uh, Orc Mafia Farmer's Market. What did I call that? I woke up one day with a scribble of notes next to my glass of wine that just said Farmer's Market Orc Mafia. And so I've been slowly but surely mapping that out because to me it sounds hilarious. <laughs> It does. A farmer's market with, oh, hmm. Now that would be interesting. And you just, that just came out of the blue? Yeah. Sometimes Drunk Kim likes to take notes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I bet you some of your best ideas come from that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so now when you're, um, besides like just having like a sporadic um, wrote, uh, writing a note down, do you brainstorm with anyone or do you like like run ideas across like with your husband or anybody? Yeah, I have a group of friends that I love bouncing ideas off of. Some of them are writers, some of them are not. Uh, especially my friend, Alexis, who you may know as Alexis the Sword. She is based off a real person. Oh. But oh, okay. yeah, so 
every now and then we'll just like get together with glasses of wine and just get sloshed and jump ideas back off each other. And so we'll end up the night just like laughing our asses off and I'll get, get up the next morning. It's just like, all right, some of these notes make sense. I can work <laughs> with this. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's fun. So now are you currently reading anything now? Like for leisure reading, since you've gotten the third book to the, the final edits, and you can kind of take a little bit of a break. Is there anything that you're reading now that you're currently yeah, reading? I am almost done with Tessa Dare's The Wallflower Wager. And then I don't know what I'm going to read next. I have a giant amount of books on my Kindle and all of them have been there for so, so long. But <laughs> someday I'm going to get through them. I know my Kindle is so full right now and it's, it's crazy. And I keep saying, okay, I'm going to make a plan to read at least two to three of my Kindle books each month and then there I end go. up finding something else and then I forget about the Kindle books and I try to go back to the Kindle books so it's always a tug of war when it's and then you just keep piling on to the TBR I'm like why do I keep adding things on right. when I know I need to finish the other stuff I have still lingering out here <laughs> and then the worst part is I'll pick up book one of a series and then everything else on my Kindle gets ignored because I'm like well I have to read everything this author's ever written I don't understand why I can't just have multiple sides of myself reading different books because this is too difficult it's too difficult to choose <laughs> so you're like me once I find one book by the author and I get into it especially if it's the first book I'm like mm -hmm. okay I just I'm just gonna go get everything else just so I don't have to wait exactly you know because sometimes I you know you start a series and a person will write book one two and you get to book three and they're like oh the fourth book will be out and then it doesn't come out for like another year and you're like oh my god Oh, that's I the worst that <laughs> <laughs> especially when you get connected to the characters because some mm -hmm. people write there's a lot of people just write great characters and then you mm -hmm. get attached to those characters and then it just you're kind of like oh my god you got to get the next book out you got to get the next book out because you're, yes. you're like i need to know what happens i need to know what happens it's so bad, especially I I read The Grim Reaper's Lawyer a few weeks back, and I was so obsessed with those characters. I went to go see the next book only to realize it was her debut novel. And I'm like, no, oh, where's man. the other ones? <laughs> it's like, no, no. So basically for this series, even though it is a series, are the books kind of standalone? Yeah, they're a bit standalone-ish. Like they follow the plot of like the timeline of when things happen. But I feel like if someone new came into the series, you could still read the books by themselves and enjoy it. Okay. Because I was wondering like if, if, if some of the characters from book one and book two. Yes, most of them are. Most of them are. Okay. So yeah, then I still need to start at the beginning. Especially if some of them are in book two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That way I know. <laughs> that way I can keep everything all lined up and I won't get confused with the characters there you go um, yeah but yeah Brie is actually Cinnamon's best friend from book one so that ties in immediately oh okay immediately okay yeah so now um when you're reading like I know romance books there you can always there's just a way to make a series and then spin off that series and keep going so when you're reading other romance books do you go to like those that are like in a series but they're standalone like say it's a couple you know how like some romance writers they write like couples but it's mm -hmm. set in the same like small town or yes those are my favorites okay 
yeah because those i think are very i like those mm-hmm. when it's, i, um, I usually ahead. oh sorry i usually don't read it if it's like the same couple spanning multiple books just because i hate cliffhangers like once they're done i want it to be done i don't don't <laughs> drag me into more emotional turmoil i've already accepted these two are happy forever and they're never gonna get hurt or anything like that don't tease me <laughs> right right that's why i was wondering if you like the ones that are like standalone where it's just the couple and the first mm-hmm. book is cu- this couple and the second book's another a different couple but it's the same like town or it's the same bed and breakfast or it's the same restaurant or you know how some books are um, right instead of it being just one couple going through because once I get to the third book then I'm like okay this couple is getting on my nerves now (laughs) right they gotta sort their shit out like what what is taking so long go to therapy right (laughs) it's either you're gonna be (laughs) together or you're not you need to make a decision right now (laughs) um so now the but I know you write fantasy romance, but when you're reading other romance, is there like specific genres of romance or subgenres of romance that you like to read? Well, I love a good adventure and also morally gray romances where like the hero is questionable at best. So yeah. like any any villain that I could just save with my magic heart or whatever, I'm in I'm in for it. <laughs> Let's go. So as long as it has like a little bit of magic thrown in there, you're okay. Yeah, I could never <laughs> accept the things I accept from like demons and immortal creatures that I do from like real men, which is probably why I can't read contemporary because if he oh. so much just raised his voice at me and I'm like, actually, you're done. You're done forever. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so you don't read a lot of romantic suspense where there's a no. tug of war and, you know, the guy's horrible, but then there's a tug of war and the girl finally falls in love with him. And Not usually for me. I get why people like him, but I don't know. No, no. Well, one, they don't have the humor in them that right. you like. Because <laughs> you always want to have a little humor in stories. All right. Well, before we wrap up, Kimberly, can you let listeners um, know where to connect with you and your books? Yeah, I'm pretty much on every social, especially Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter under Kimberly Lemming. And you can find all that on my website, as well as links to all of my books, which are all up on Amazon. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I want to thank you, Kimberly, for um, talking with me today about the Meet Mishap series. Um, And I want to thank you listeners for tuning in to this episode. And remember, if you would like to suggest an indie author or indie book, feel free to contact me at arthurtabeasley at gmail.com. So you can connect with A Reader's Book Corner on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at A Reader's BC. So until next time, happy reading.